Yo, Andrew, you see, I'm going to start this podcast off with my arms around you, brother. Yo, chill, broski, chill. <laughs> That's because uh, Marcus beat me up after last episode, so now he feel bad. Yo, you should see the bruises. He threw him into a wall. <laughs> I, tried, I tried to stop him. <laughs> he says he tried to stop him, but real talk, he threw him into the wall. I was there, he threw him into the wall. He, he, he gave me over. He gave, he me gave over. him over to the wall. He gave him over to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I made a choice to let him run into the wall. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, man, but... uh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Norm Park Podcast. What's up? What's up? How's everybody yo, yo. doing, man? Yo, how's it feel, man? We back. We back in it. Week three. Swinging things, yeah. Yeah. Knocking off the rust. A little you little muscle soreness is is is, <laughs> is gone a little. Yo, back I'm not gonna gym. lie. I'm not. I don't know if the people could tell, but I was nervous a little bit getting back on for episode one. I don't man. know. I was just a little nervous. Yeah, man, but... <laughs> Yeah, we, it was that long break. It was a little weird. Mm. You're rough, man. What's up, man? Haven't heard a little story in a while, man. What you got? <laughs> got nothing? Nah. I, I don't... Nah, I don't have any recent stories. All right, cool. Don't force it. Yo, Mike, man. <laughs> <laughs> Chill. You slacking, dog. You a slacker. <laughs> that, shirt, well, that shirt, B. Well, listen, I you a, gotta be. That's a nice shirt. From Flatbush, Word Brooklyn, up, B. That shirt brought back a lot. <laughs> in order to get, in order to get really, triggered, yeah. triggered by that really shirt. Under, yeah, you have to be from Flatbush. Yeah, from man. Flatbush, Ralph came out in that shirt. I Brooklyn nineties. Yeah, yeah. That shirt, that yeah, shirt yeah. brought me back <laughs> to 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 days where it wasn't like you know. It was brighter days. Mm. The brighter days. Yeah, it was brighter days. It was brighter days. In my youth, when I was a little youth, little youth. Yeah, man. How you guys doing? I'm, 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 I'm well. I'm well. Yeah, I'm not, not bad. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's now that we're back into the swing. I, I feel better. Like there's something to look forward to mm. outside of you know. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that I look forward to. That's good, you know. But this is just one mm. of the better things, right? That's in the schedule. That's steady in the schedule. Mm. That you know, I could look forward to is just you know dissecting the Word of God with you guys. And so yeah, I mean, man, God is good. Yeah, man. You know, wrap that yeah. up in some Christianese. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say a when you like. Top. Christianese yeah, yeah, a little yeah. top. I wasn't ready for that question. Exit dog. stage left. <laughs> You're trying to get me to be. Oh. How you guys doing? Oh man! Which camera should I look at? Yeah, tell them, tell them to like, tell them to like and subscribe, yo. Listen, like and subscribe if the Lord wills. All right, but I just want to say hello to the people, Nate. and um, yo, comment. You know, speak to us, man. Speak to us. We we love you guys. We wish we could speak to you on a regular basis and have everybody in the room with us talking about the word because it's a beautiful I thing. But yeah, that's how you communicate to us is by commenting and saying what's up. So yeah, man, we love it. Oh, cool. So yeah, man, let's just, we done? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did get a chance to share with one of the people in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, another one? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty interesting. Because he, he was able to get him into the right side. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, it was 
what happened is that he came because he was working on on our lawn and our grass. Mm-hmm. This new dude, and it's funny because the first guy that I used to come in mow and do all these things, um, I spoke to him, got a conversation. You know, him and his crew were saved, so we used to talk about Jesus, and you know, right. and I was like, yeah, I don't want to, you know, like, I don't want no safe people coming. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I want somebody unsaved. You want the, bar- <laughs> you want the barbarians, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And thankfully enough, he ended up outsourcing. So there's a guy that comes with and does the mowing, you know, he mows the lawn or whatever. And then he was about to fix like a patch of the grass. And I started kicking it to him because he was showing me some things. And then he said, uh, and then I just straight up asked him, I was like, yo, you go to church? Mm. <laughs> I just, and the guy looked at me like, what? I'm asking about your grass and what does, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, you go to church? He says, yeah, 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 I go here. I was like, oh, you think you're a good person? Are you gonna go to heaven? Mm, wow! This guy and and, to and he's like, I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a good person. I want to do the things of God. I go to church. I go to a Catholic church here. You mm. know, I go every Sunday. You know, I take communion. Like, you know, all wow. these. Things. I was like, oh, all okay. These, all these things. All these things. All these. You know. You know, I do the rosary, whatever. Sacraments. Like all this stuff. And I said, Are you gonna go to heaven? He's like, oh, I hope so. I don't know. Mm. I was like, you don't know. Then um, I was like, do you lie? And then he gave me, <laughs> you know, he gave me that look. Yeah, we all do. Oh, I was like, do you lust? And, you know, just pretty much went through all the, and went through like four of the commandments. And he was like, yeah, I was like, so what do you think you're going? I mean, I just gave you a few of the commands. What do you think you're supposed to go? Because you've broken them, but you claim that you do God's work. And he just looked at me like, and it, I just saw the, that sullen look, that melancholy look, you know, to just like really destroy. And, you know, and I just say, well, what did Jesus do? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yeah, I just explained the gospel to him, you know, explained that, yo, yeah, we all are born sinners and mm-hmm. under the wrath of God, as we were speaking earlier and that how um, the wrath abides on us and all, oh, we all deserve hell and destruction and lake of fire. But God mm. sent his only son. And then he was like, ah. Like, I was like, yeah, understanding that there was an actual legal e- implication on the cross. Mm. You know, until you understand that, it's just just empty words. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he, he he listened. I don't know, you know. So, now we've had, we got him on our prayer list. Nice. <laughs> you that know? was good, man. So, so, it's interesting how, you know, before he lists all these things. And it's kind of like, all right, these things are... The reason why I'm a good person or right. the standards, you know, I'm not bad or mm-hmm. I'm comparing myself to other evil, wicked men. Right. But, you know, over here, Paul is, 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 you know, the way he describes this principle, right, this principle of faith. And this, um, this means that God has to get people on the right side, right, to be on his side, on the side of righteousness and that could only be imputed on that person. That could only be credited to that person based on, you know, God and who he is. And that's what Paul's kind of going into. And then he goes into the reason why you need to be on the right side, right? The right side reveals the righteousness of God, right? The two folds, how you could get righteous and how God always remains righteous, even though he's, you know, crediting sinful, evil people with 
righteousness, mm. right? He still remains righteousness, righteous in that, which Paul kind of gets to. But the reason you need to be right is because of this other revealing of wrath mm. on people that are not right because they choose not to be right, even though creation speaks of a creator, right? Mm. The order of the universe, you know, the, the cycles of the seasons, you know, a whole bunch of things, the vastness speaks of a creator loudly, but people, you know, choose to ignore that willfully, willful ignorance, you know, deliberate in their ignorance against that and suppressing the truth. And the result of that, right, the result of you not allowing God to intervene in your life um, has has consequences, and yeah. right? And, you know, we said entropy and going from order to disorder and things just getting worse and worse. And, you know, in this section that we was getting active on last week, mm. it kind of goes into that, mm -hmm. right? So it, it speaks about, um, this revealing, and then it goes into these groups of people, mm -hmm. right? So the first one, you know, we could go just review it real quick. Yeah, I think just to get us back on track and into context, because last episode we went a little bit off on a tangent, but remember that Paul has humanity on trial, right? And then the first group of people are the ungodly the completely immoral people to do whatever they want to do and suppress the truth. Now we're getting in chapter two, we're getting into the moral people who are pointing the finger at those individuals sort of thinking that they're better than they are. And, um, so now he's putting these, this group of people on trial and, um, even, and also later on this, in this chapter, we get to the Jewish people who he puts on trial. So Paul is, is not holding any punches. You know, all of humanity is on trial and, you know, to be honest, like our prayer has been that for people to listen or, you know, to read these first two chapters and to put themselves in here. You know, we were all in one of these categories at some point in our lives before we gave our heart to God. And by the grace of God, you know, that was revealed, his righteousness was revealed in us from faith to faith. We we no, no longer uh, will be, are made for wrath. And, you know, so it's just so important that you guys get the message of what Paul is trying to do here um, in these first couple of chapters. Yo, you know one thing that we I want to bring out in verse 24? The second part, it says, to dishonor their... No, 25. It says, who exchanged... I'm still in chapter one. What? Who exchanged the truth of God for the lie, mm -hmm. right? So now this this lie contradicts the truth of God mm. and you <clears throat> want to accept that lie. There's mm -hmm. so, so many lies in society yeah. right now that blatantly contradicts the truth of God and people are accepting that lie. Mm. Right. Mm. And again, that's, that's the effect of not wanting God ignoring, you know, ignoring the signs, ignoring God screaming out even through creation as, as Paul said, what? That you know he's he's he the truth, you know that there is a God, and I think Ralph, you went into it. The implications of that: if there is a God, then mm -hmm. there's an implication of that truth being revealed to you. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, that's the thing that I, I like that when he says, and it's very clear where we see 
how they exchange the truth of God and turn it into a lie. Because instead of accepting God, you see people say, instead of, you know, just, hey, yeah, that's God who did that. No, they rather believe in Mother Nature. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, not, yeah. let's not, let's not, you know, let's Mother Nature. Oh, oh that was karma. Or that was fate. Mm-hmm. Or that was destiny. Oh, it's the universe. Oh, oh yeah, the universe. Is the universe, one. yeah. The conscious mind. Mm-hmm. So you have all these things to prevent. Then be, because they refuse to accept God and the implications of it, they come up with all these excuses. So you exchange they, the truth. So you exchange the truth. And I was watching, did you guys ever watch Expelled? That's the whole thing with that guy, Ben Stein. He goes and interviews all these scientists and yeah. he says, yo, is it, is, you know, I think who, I saw that, how yeah. did the universe started? And you see how when, like the scripture specifically says how um, they profess to be wise, but they become fools. And these great, you know, minds. scientists and minds the guy literally said the universe started off on the back of crystals. And Ben Stein said, what? On crystals? He's like, yeah, <laughs> crystals. There was crystals. And Ben Stein said, where did the crystals come from? It was, they were there. <laughs> and he just yeah. like said it emphatically. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you know, how they said it was aliens that planted DNA. So you see that now these are scientists telling you that it started on crystals. It started from aliens. So he's saying all these things just to not accept God because they know when it comes to God, you are accountable to him. Exactly. It's got to be hard to suppress the truth. Mm. Don't you think? <laughs> right. You know? Hard? Yeah. I think it's got to be hard. You know? But these I, people I, are like fighting these atheists. Like like every time they go outside or like you said, they see the moon, they see the mm. sun, the stars. How, how, how can you keep continue... Is to suppress that God exists. You know what I mean? Well, it gets easy after a while, right? When, yeah. your, heart, when your heart gets hard, hardened. And then after that, is, is it, it's just like sin, right? right. The first time you do something, right. second time, it, it gets easier and easier because right. you're just sinking deeper and deeper into the madness and you get used to it. And I think that's just the nature of man, right? Just getting used to madness. But, um, yeah, so uh something else? No, I was just thinking that did you guys just want to like like cuz we kind of like ran through the last parts of chapter 1, you know, just all the sins that he listed. You guys just want to yeah, kind of visit yeah. and then just give a running start into chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want yeah. me to start reading it or? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, and even as they did not like to retain God. But before well, you go yeah, into that, yeah. 27 at the bottom second half you know, it talks about, you know, men with men committing mm. what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due, right? So these sin, there's a fitting wage for these sins. Right. You know, it's like this is what you're due to get if you're living in these, you know, immoral ways. If And, you know, just from the start how this thing starts and how it just progressively progressively get I can't I can't speak today. <laughs> I cannot progressively gets worse. Yeah, and he, he describes it as unnatural. It is unnatural. You know? He's like that lifestyle, you know, the women exchange the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise also the men leaving the natural use yeah. of the woman burned in their lust one for another. Men with men committing what is shameful, you know. Mm-hmm. So just th- that even living that lifestyle, it's unnatural, you know? So it's, um, I think it's like what Angelo said, you know, in the beginning is, 
it has to be hard because you're going against nature. You're going against the um, how you were created, what you were created for. The natural you're, order. Right? Yeah, the natural order. You're going against that. And I mean, you brought it out. Like in the beginning years, it's, it's kind of hard, you know? So like, it's like even, you know, with the whole process of, um, you know, when you're living the lifestyle of homosexuality, coming out the closet, you know, you, you have to go through that whole that whole process of coming out. Why mm. is it so hard to come out? You know, why is it so hard to be to to live out loud and live, you know, live like that? Because it's unnatural. You know, you're going against something that's natural where in the cases if it was, you know, you're living a lifestyle of just, you know, a straight lifestyle with man and man, uh, man and woman, woman and man, you don't it's not a big deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't have to come out and be like, oh, you know, I'm, I have a wife or I have a girlfriend. That's everybody's like, yo, nobody cares about that. That's natural. But we make such a big deal about it in, in me, like media and society because it's unnatural. Right. You know, you're going against, you know, nature. And it's, it's crazy how God, he describes it. He says, yo, bro, that's unnatural. What you, how you were created was, you know, uh, what you was created for, you know, as, as you talking about uh, man and woman, male and female. Was to procreate, right? Mm -hmm. You know, that's the natural thing. That was the first uh, commandment that was given to mankind: go be fruitful and go multiply. And then, you know, you looking yeah. at that lifestyle, you know, you can't do that. You can't right. go be fruitful and, and multiply. So it's unnatural, you know. And it's just yeah. how God to see how God describes it. It's like, bro, that, that's how I made you. I made you to do this. So when you yeah. go against it, you're going against nature. Check out some of the words, like just going from 18 down, some of the words that Paul uses, right, where he talks about futility, foolishness, you know, uh, professing to be wise but being fools. Um, it talks about dishonor, right? You see all these words that he's using to, to show you the condition of, of, you know, that person or the condition you'll be in. To live in those things, but um, yeah. Let's, you know, go. hold on. You know what's so dope here? I just saw that in in, in chapter twenty, in verse twenty three, it says the glory of the incorruptible God. Yeah. Like you see all of the wickedness, the vileness that he he lists in this chapter, but God always remains incorruptible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that to me, that's so dope. You know, it doesn't matter what we do. God is always going to be righteous. He's always going to be holy. And he's going to be what who he is. You know what I mean? So, like, that just popped out of me now. Incorruptible God. Mm -hmm. Our God is incorruptible, man. Mm -hmm. That's crazy to me. All right, go ahead, Ralph. And, no, I was just going to say, like, as you guys were speaking about the, the unnatural aspect of it. And, and we see how the degradation of it. Because, I mean, just taking a look that from a human perspective, when they say women is like the backbone of society in terms of, like, they are there that, you know, they reproduce and bring children into the world. And that's what brings population and growth and family and all that. And then him saying that, that's how he specifically calls that out. It's like, yo, look at this. Like, they have exchanged the truth for a lie. And and we know because it, it bears witness that they, a woman, when she gets pregnant, she clearly knows that if she engages in some form of sexual act, she knows there's, okay, there's a possibility I'm going to have a possibility I'm going to have a child, right? Mm -hmm. Men, a lot of times don't have that same because they're like, yo, I'm not working or I'm not there or whatever. But women know that life changes 
when a child comes, right? So they know that they, they take certain precautions. So what ends up and and you know, they want to be you know stable, we want family and all of that, right? But over here, he's like, yo, they specifically went against nature because nature is speaking against them. Not just like we know God speaks against it, but it's even nature because they're supposed to reproduce and build this family. So they suppress it, right? So they don't want children. And then you, this also goes into the same reason why we see abortion. It's like, you know, we're going against nature. We want to destroy this. We do want to have family and life. And as you progress in this and we seeing where we are in society now, where we don't even know that there's there are two genders, male and female. They classify at 53 different genders and they talk about nine binary. So because you've gone against God, you've gone against your conscience and now you're going against nature. Now you're talking about, I don't know my identity. Mm. So he's saying this is part of this reprobate mind where your mind is being foolish and darkened, where you don't even know that you're a male or female. Yeah. Now you even there's people classifying themselves as cats and dogs and animals. <laughs> and because it's like you you are this is where sin brings you to where now you lose your identity. This is why you're like, oh, I don't know who I am. You so know, then I got a big question for you, Ralph. Since you're a doctor and you're in the medical field, you study biology? <laughs> yes. Oh, what is a woman? <laughs> no, yo, what? I oh, just want to know what a woman is. Define a, a woman to me. A woman is clearly XX chromosome okay xx breast has uterus ovaries vagina i mean that is clear you know they can produce milk mammary glands and it is clear right and you do blood work dna test is xx chromosome okay what's crazy is that estrogen i mean you do the blood work you see estrogen right high levels of estrogen right what's crazy is that if you had your skeleton in, in the dirt that somebody dug up. What? What, y'all, what are you laughing? If somebody dug up a skeleton, right? I want to know. Would they would they look at the skeleton and say, "Oh man, that dude, that's clearly a non-binary skeleton." <laughs> would they? Or would they be like, "That's a male," right. or "That's they a can. female"? They can. You know There's what I mean? Skeletal like structure exactly. as well. You know what I mean? So just even down to the bones. That's right. God you could tell knew what, what he was doing. Is. You yeah. know what I mean? Like because it's right. crazy. The pelvis is shaped differently. Right. Because yeah. the pelvis is shaped specifically to hold babies. For childbirth. Right. right. And for childbirth. So very clear. So all these things that you brought up is like nature. Right? right. Even if you remove God, right. science. <laughs> science will like tell you, all right, this is what we discovered. Right, the chromosomes, the Mm -hmm. pelvic, all of that. That's like clear, Mm. and you're a fool, and you're willfully like suppressing. No, suppressing that Mm. because it's so blatant. It is so blatant. But um, and he uses that word like throughout the whole first chapter, like knowing, suppressing. Mm. You know, it's like God, and the crazy thing about it, like we're gonna we're gonna read it later. Be God sees the heart. So you could say what you want to say. You don't know what a woman is. You don't know what a man is. You don't know what you are. You don't know how you feel. Mm-hmm. You could tell the world that, but God knows. That's God sees your heart. God sees your mind. God understands. He knows that you know. You could tell everybody you don't know. Right. But here he says in 32, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death. Like he, he Throughout the whole, he's like, y'all know. Y'all know. Right. Y'all can see it, but... You know, and when you're saying that, I think there's two classifications in terms of why people 
don't believe in God. I think when they say they don't believe in God because of like they see the atrocities happen, like we read all these things, all this the evil things that happen in this earth, right? All the murder, the lying, child trafficking, human trafficking, drugs, mm-hmm. famine, poverty, whatever it is, whatever you know, atrocities that happen in society, and then and then the person will say, "Why would God not handle that?" You know, so they say. So not understanding God's long suffering and mercy, they say, I don't believe in God because that's not happening. And then they exclude themselves as part of that sin. Because a lot of times when I like I've had conversations with people about like, oh, yeah, like when they say, oh, God should just get rid of, you know, all like, say, pedophile. It's like, well, that means he would have to get rid of you. And they, you know, look like because the Sermon on the Mount, the sin of the pedophilia starts from the heart. It starts with lust. Mm-hmm. And then it acts out in pedophilia. So that means you will get judged with everybody else. Mm-hmm. So you can't exclude yourself because you're part of it. Because mm-hmm. that, that was the root of it. Right, right, right. That's where it started from. So you're part of this judgment. So, mm-hmm. so now you can't just say get rid of them because you'll be gone too. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's where God, God goes to the heart, right? So now, now the second classification I see is that they don't believe in God because they know that he will judge sin. <laughs> and and they look at his judgment of sin as being mean and malevolent. Yep. So like, I don't want no parts of it. So I'm just going to stick my head in the sand and just not deal with it. So it's either they don't believe in him because they, they choose not to believe because of his long suffering and mercy. Or they choose not to believe because they don't want the wrath on them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Man, those are good points. Word up. But yeah, let's let's uh, read on. Let's go. Going to uh, chapter two. You wanted to go from twenty eight or go in chapter two? No, we could go to chapter two. Let's start chapter two. Go. Therefore, you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judge. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. But we know that the judgment of God is according to truth. Against those who practice such things. And do you think this, O man, you who judge those practicing such things and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's basically what Ralph was sort of pointing out here with the heart issue, right? Like the the, the people that he's going after now are the people who who believe they have some sort of morality and and the, the, the... thing that they're um the mistake that they're making is by judging those other individuals who are doing those other sins they're basically saying that oh now there is a standard there is a more a moral standard and by doing that they're sort of throwing themselves on the stand because now they they themselves aren't um capable of of um you know getting to that standard without god's righteousness so i yeah yeah, I like that point, the way you said, because if you look in um, in chapter one, it starts off with, he's like, they did not glorify their foolishness. They become fools. They, and you know, 26, them, their, themselves. You look at all the pronouns. They were all these plural specific pronouns, right? And then here, the second we go into chapter two, is therefore you, then you see you, whoever you who judge, whatsoever you judge. So now it's gone, it's gone to, it's switched to a singular specific pronoun here showing you that he's having a conversation and like this is kind of like uh you know what they classify as like a diatribe it's like yo i'm speaking and i'm 
raising up questions that you are thinking and I'm answering it in mm-hmm. this in this letter, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like I I just put the whole pagan on blast that they are sinful because creation speaks against them. Mm-hmm. You know? So now creation and that's what and you're over there like yeah, get those guys. <laughs> exactly. So now these moralists, like you said, are like, yeah, you get them, Paul. I'm with you. Those guys are evil. They're into homosexuality. I don't do that. You know? Mm. I don't worship ants. I don't worship the dung beetle. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't worship cows. And then Paul says, you, oh man, <laughs> you can't judge. What does he say here? Inexcusable. Mm. And he says, therefore, right? So, based on everything I just said, right, right, you have no excuse. Because if you're judging somebody, obviously, like Anne said, you know the difference between right and wrong. Mm. And you know um, the consequences of those things, mm-hmm. right? You know, yo, the wrath, you know all of that. So, you know, like you said, the first, the pagan, the people that don't know God, you know, they never knew God. And then you're dealing with the moralists, the people that have uh, this high moral standard. It also includes the, the Jews right. that receive the oracles of God. They're in that bunch, right? And then you had people in society that probably had a standard that probably had their philosophies and they thought they were you know, special or better than somebody. They were able to judge, right? They were judging right and wrong. But you know, he goes on to say, um, basically... Dude, you're a hypocrite, mm. you know, because you're judging people, you're telling people, you're looking down on people. But then it says, yo, you practice the same thing, mm. right? Mm. So pretty much you're, you're condemning yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a, a, a harder condemnation on you because you know better. Mm-hmm. At least those, those, uh, <laughs> those pagans, mm. Mm. they don't know better, right? They're... they're these are different classes because, again, Paul is going to kind of go into, yo, the Lord is going to judge you by your deeds. Like, he's not, he's not partial. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? We got to get into that. But, you know, I see that. And, you know, when I was reading that, I was like, it spoke to me. I'm like, yo, man, we out here sitting with the Bible. Yap, yappity, yap, yap, yap. Dog, how do we, you know what I'm saying? How do we deal with other people? Right, or don't be a hypocrite. Right, because there's records. It's on the internet. It's not. It's not coming off the internet. Right. So, are you practicing what you're preaching? Are you living these words that you're proclaiming to the world on the internet? Right. So, it's kind of like, therefore, you like we're inexcusable. You know, we went through. This is the third book we're going through in season three. Like, yo, we got three books of. Excuses you can't use because mm. you went through it, you read through it, right? So it's, it really, you know, what I'm saying it really convicted me. Like, yo, you you're in a position where people are looking at you, and dog, don't be a hypocrite, right. right? And I and I also that it's that, and I also think um just um yeah, how you deal with people, but like he's saying like um. Don't put yourself in a position that, again, like you, you can't, uh, uh, you're righteous, you know, because that's how they were looking at themselves. Like we're righteous because we don't do certain things. Right. And he's like, no, that don't make you righteous. 
You know what I mean? That don't make you righteous. That don't make you inexcusable just because you're not doing those uh, certain things because that's how they were judging them. You know, they were looking at them, like you said, like, oh, we don't practice that. We don't practice this. We don't practice that. So that made them feel righteous. And he's like, dog, that don't. No, but doesn't he say you practice the same thing? Right. No, he's saying, you know, uh, judge those practicing such a same thing. You're doing the same, though you will escape judgment. So, again, it's like, yeah, also that, you know, um, because, again, he's looking at it as sin. And when you're dealing with sin, you're dealing with the matters of the heart. Right. You know, so it's like, you know, yeah, it's practicing also, but don't don't think that you're in a safe space just because you're not like them. I don't know. If, I, don't I know think if that's we, what he's saying. I think when it says for uh, judge another, for in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge, practice the same thing. So I think it's not necessarily the 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 fact that they're judging that they're being condemned for. It's the fact that we talked about. They're they're now saying that there's a standard, but when it says you practice the same things, I don't think they're talking about the specific sins that they mentioned. Right. I think it's more talking about the suppressing of God and not honoring God. You know what I mean? I don't think it's talking about the same sins, but just why why do you, why don't but, you think that? Because these these are not the same group of people but, anymore. But you know. He, it's a different group, but I think it's the same sins in terms of like I'll give the example with like the pedophile because wait, he's going back to the heart because I think he's bringing it back to the Sermon on the Mount because you, you're saying, oh, I don't commit adultery like those guys do, right. but then yeah. but then Paul says, yo, do 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 you like you look at shorties do on you the web, right? Do you lust? Do do you look at yeah, yeah, yeah. porno right. magazine? I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Right. Do you get into porno? Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. It's like you're looking at them for those, but. You pra- when it says like practicing the same things is like um but why do you, why do you guys think that what that it's not the same thing no I think it's the same thing but I'm saying that the sin is starting the the root is at the heart is that because that's why he's talking to hypocrites right yeah. it's not it's not I don't think it's I don't think it's specifically those same things I think it's dog you fall short also right yeah no but right it says the same thing right so it kind of goes. Therefore, right, yeah. based on everything I just said, you're the person that say you understand this and you know this. And because you know this, you're judging. The only way you could judge somebody is because you know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're judging these people. And then, yo, dog, you're practicing the same thing. Yeah, that's what Do I'm you saying. think that you're going to escape all the things I just said? No, no, exactly. I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. Right. So I, yeah. I believe that these people... Right, the stuff that he was talking about before, the stuff that these godless people right. were doing, he's like, "Yo, you're doing the same thing as them, but you're at a higher moral ground, or you think you that you're at a, and that's what I'm saying, right? So right. you think you're at a higher that's moral what I'm ground saying. than them, right? So what you you think that doesn't apply to you? It applies to, to you, you too, right? Exactly. So, no, but no. I'm saying they're doing the same they thing. Yeah, exactly. no, I'm so not. Like, I'm not saying that they. Like, go ahead, guys. No, I was just gonna say like. Like, for example, like reading through this, like I felt convicted. Right. I had a personal conviction with hypocrisy. I'm like, yeah, uh, in terms of, you I'm know, not what out really there killing me? anybody. Right. I but got, you understand what I'm saying? And, I, I hate my brother 
or I'm 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 not treating somebody right. Yeah, so yeah. it's like your dog, you're you're stu- you're you're practicing certain certain things. You falling short also. You'll think yo, that's, that's how I say, but it's not specifically okay. what they just right because that's why okay. I'm putting myself on a higher moral ground. Exactly. And I'm asking, hold on, let me why do you, you think that it's not specific? Me, that's no, I'm, no, I'm no, asking I'm, in I, terms no, of what in there. I'm giving you like a specific thing on like specifically what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Right in reading this, study, he says like for example when he says. You condemn yourself, but for you who judge and practice the same things, right? And I was, and I sat down, and I'm thinking about in terms of murder and anger, right? Right. And and check this out: is that I I loved a nice violent movie, right. watching straight up bludgeoning <laughs> like those old Vikings, the guy with the sword cutting heads, and off, I'm practicing and I'm, the same, and thing, I'm like B. enjoying right murder on TV, and then like I'm like yo dog. How could I? How could I say that murder is wrong, but I'm enjoying murder on TV? Right. Like I personally got convicted. Like, yo, why am I watching this? Why? What? You know what I'm saying? Like, so that was my personal conviction. Like, I shouldn't be allowing this in my eyes because, like, I'm doing the same thing that these people are doing in terms and I of think murder. That's the level of I'm watching TV, watching think, people murder. And I think that's like the more the moral because it's like again they they're putting their standards. And this is why they feel like they're moralists. Like, uh, you say, I'm not doing what he's doing. Right. But, dog, you're not innocent. There's other things that you're doing. There's other things that you're practicing that but, you don't think that is sin. No, what I'm saying, you know what I'm is saying? Paul, because of your moral thing. But, but Paul said you're practicing, right, which is this act, the same thing. I see it as, you know, you could pick whatever from the first list. Right. Like, you're acting all moral, you're judging people, but behind closed doors, you're doing no, the same I, thing. I, I, yeah, agree. Yes. I also, mean, I, I don't know I, if I, I see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, huh? What you said? I mean, because you're, you're saying that these, because he transitions to a different group of people, right? Yeah. So you're saying that, Paul's saying that these people in chapter two are doing the same thing, that they're, they're doing, committing homosexuality and all that stuff. That's what you're thinking? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Why? Because from I, the way I read it, I just think he's these people. If they were doing the same things, then I think they would be one listed in the first chapter, and they wouldn't be judging. I don't think he's calling these people hypocrites because he would have used the word hypocrites. No, I think he is calling these, them. Hypocrites. These people are judging people mm-hmm. because of the sins that they're doing that they think they're better than. They think they're better than everyone in chapter one because they're not doing those sins. But by judging those people. You're automatically condemning yourself because now you're saying that there's a standard, there's a righteous standard. No, I, I don't. I don't see that. I listen. If somebody's stealing, and then you're saying, "Hey, stealing is wrong," and I'm stealing, by me judging them, I'm judging myself. Yeah, no, that's why I Paul agree. is. That's I why agree. Paul is like, "Yo, therefore you're inexcusable." Like, yo, dog, you should know that. No, I because you're because you. I'm agree. professing that I know that stealing is wrong. But I am pra- practicing that. No, you're no, right. But then that's not the example you gave about watching the, the blood. No, that's television. his personal. But what I'm saying is that's how I see this. Okay. You know what? I don't see it as Let's... them actively committing the sins that were in chapter like, one. For example, like when And he that's said, just me. It's fine. We can like, move on. No, like he says in terms of where I see where Mark is right in terms of like they no, doing I the same it. thing. I get what he's saying. With the hypocrite is like with the stealing, that's a great example. Like I'm not gonna go into the store 
and like rob a bank and rob a bank but, but you know i'm still pins on the job i'm still pins on the job or you know i'm a i'm a i'm a lie on my tax tax that's taxes that's what i'm you saying say, that's so that's how stealing. i'm looking that's why that's right. what i was saying so that's what i'm thinking because you just you know it looks different in right, your life right yeah like yo i'm not but doing, it's still the same thing yeah like yeah. you know I'm, i mean i get that yeah, yeah. that's what i'm saying and so, that's what i'm yeah. that's what i'm showing right. you like you thinking oh i'm not doing it like him so that's what that's what I was right. saying. I'm not doing it like him. So I'm inex- that's why he's like, no, dog, you're inexcusable because you do it on different levels. You know, yeah, you do it different ways. Yeah, yeah but I and that. I you're trying to judge them on it. But that's how I, I mean, that's it. how I see it. But it, it, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that's the reason I don't because he's he because he say practice, right? He doesn't go into your heart and da da da. He's like, yo, you're you're doing the same thing, no, and I then agree. he goes on to to say, um. Uh, judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. No, he's very specific in the stuff that he's talking about. That's why I understand your personal application and but just reading what Paul is saying, he's like, yo fam, yo don't think that you're any better. Again, like Andrew's saying, I'm exposing everybody in the courtroom and you guys are all off. No, I agree. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah, that's like yeah, you, know, you know, the plank when Jesus says, "Yo, why are you ready to pull out the plank out of this dude's eye? And you got a, a, a yeah, sawdust, yeah, yeah. A, you know, in your eye." No, yeah, I, yeah. I, I understand. You know so what I'm saying? What 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 um verse we got up to? I read up to three. Practice, oh, yeah. So uh, three. I read one through three. Yeah. So okay. we doing four. Uh, three. And do you think this? Oh man, you who judge those practicing such things and doing the same. That you will escape the judgment of God, or do you despise the riches of His goodness, forbearance, and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? Mm-hmm. Mm. See, like one of the things I really like about when He says He's like, um, "You don't think that you're gonna get judged? You think you're gonna escape judgment? Like that's the bottom line. Like the only times people have problems with God." judging right is when it when it comes to themselves right that's why you know a thief could never find a cop (laughs) right like you know a a sinner like we are sinners can't find god right right? and the the problem the problem is is that when they other people can judge nobody has a problem with a judge in the courtroom when he puts out his his sentence right Mm -hmm. no one goes up in arms he judges this guy committed murder. He goes to prison and he sentences and he's right. And no one argues it. The umpire or the, or the, or the, 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 the whatchamacallit, the referee, he's kind of like a judge. He determines right or wrong and then you don't argue with it. He knows it. But when it comes to God, all of a sudden, it don't apply. It doesn't hold water, you know? Mm. And and I think that's a problem that when he clearly says like, listen, God judges according to truth, and it's going to happen. His wrath is coming because that's his nature. Sin must be judged. Mm-hmm. Right, and he says that you know his goodness, his forbearance, his long suffering; those things are supposed to lead you to repentance. Mm. You know, it's not supposed to harden your heart. It's not supposed to you know um, make you go even harder in sin. Mm. understand that right. you know his long suffering his it's like what he says you know god is not slack concerning his promise because you know he's just slack 
It's just that everybody, he wants everybody to come to repentance. He wants everybody to be saved. That's the, you know, that's his heart. So, you know, he's like, you know, or, or do you despise the riches? Like, you know, you're despising these things, these good qualities about God. It's like, dog, that's supposed to lead you to repentance. It's not to make you look at God like he's a punk. You know, like he's not going to judge you. Like he's just, like he's letting it slide because he don't see it or it ain't a big deal to him. It's like, nah, dog. He's long-suffering. He's good. He's forbearing all of that so that you can get right. He's giving you time to get right. And yeah. and God doesn't let anything slide. Mm. Nothing yeah. is not... There's nothing sliding. Right. right. Like, every sin has to get dealt, dealt with. That's just his nature. Right. But, like, I just looked up forbearance, right? Patient, self-control, restraint, and tolerance. Right, so he's he's saying like like yo, um, you you know, you d it's like you're despising that, you're hating the fact that God is good, you're hating the fact that he's he's restraining himself, mm. right, and that he's he's have this he's tolerating what's happening, which is which is forbearance, right? And I looked up um, long suffering, right having or showing patience right. in spite of trouble, right? In spite of this rebellion, in spite of this sin towards me, I'm exercising patience towards you, right? And Paul says, what do you say? You, you despise that. You're despising the riches of his goodness and long-suffering, not knowing, like you said, Mike, dog, that is, you're supposed to see that and be like, yo, the fact that- <laughs> The fact that he it didn't rain down, down on me yet. <laughs> didn't strike me down yet, B. Oh, it's supposed to lead you to man. repentance, right? Right up. Yeah. That's how I always I think, that's, um, that's how I always look at it too. Like God's being patient with this world. Like as this world just fades more and more and it's get worse and worse. You know, like I said, you know, selfishly, you like, yo, rapture happened, take me out. <laughs> <laughs> but God is like, nah, I'm doing all of this because I'm hoping that it leads people to realize that, right. look how loving I am. Look how long y'all been living like this and I ain't come yet. Judgment ain't come yet. Hmm. That's supposed to, like you said, that's supposed to click something in your head. Like, you'll be, God is patient, B. God is long suffering. God is good. Let me repent to him. That's the whole point of his patience is to lead you to repentance. What I find so amazing here too is obviously he's talking about the person who isn't saved, but as a Christian, this is where my walk with the Lord just totally blossomed. Like when I became aware of his grace mm. and his forbearance and the fact that when I was pri prior to giving my heart to the Lord, I could have died. Mm. I could have been burning right, in hell right, right now. Right. And this is what draws me Right, to right. repentance and what draws me to my knees. Right. It's not that I'm scared of going to hell anymore because I know that I'm not, but it's the fact of his grace mm -hmm. and, and, and the long, the forbearance, the long suffering that he had in my life mm -hmm. draws me to the foot of the cross every day. And I, that's, I just love it. <laughs> that's, that's a, yeah. yeah. You know? And not knowing the character of God. It's like you don't realize that. Yeah. yeah. Right? So it, go it goes on to say, but in accordance with your hardness and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. 
who will render to each one according to his deeds. Eternal life to those who by patient continuance and doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality, but to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation, and anguish on every soul of man who does evil, of the Jew first and also of the Greek. But glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for there is no partiality with God. So, not understanding that the intent of these qualities of God, you know, his long-suffering, his forbearance, um, is to lead you to repentance. It's opportunity for you to repent. Opportunity after opportunity for you to repent. But you choose to despise that, and it gives you this picture that you're accumulating... <laughs> You're accumulating this treasure. It's no. not a good treasure. No. <laughs> it's not a good treasure at all. You're accumulating this treasure of wrath that's going to get discharged on you on at a certain time. Hmm. Right? Not knowing that the, 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 the treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteousness of God is like, yo, you dog, you storing this this treasure up and it's going to mm. be released on your head top. Word. Yo. Yeah, that's, yo, <laughs> yo. People don't see that? Yo, it's not even funny? Nah, it ain't, dog. But it's real. That's what's funny. What's funny is that, dog, where you're reading, you'll be, this mm. ain't play, B. Both this, right. this, is, this is real. This is God. And this is like, again, you keep seeing the word revelation, man. You know, it says treasuring up for yourself, yourself wrath in the day, it, wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. This is what He's trying to reveal to you. Mm -hmm. This is who I am. I'm righteous. I have to judge. I, I, yo, I got this wrath against sin. You know, I hate sin. Like He's revealing Himself right. to mankind. And again, He's like the patience that I have with you guys is because of who I am. Mm -hmm. It's not because of who you are. It's because of who I am. You know, I'm long suffering. I'm also these other. These, I have these other qualities about me, and that's the only reason I ain't put it on your head yet. Right. You know. And, yo, what what's crazy though is the beginning. This is in accordance because of your hardness of heart right. and your impenitent heart, which means like lacking conviction. This isn't anybody's fault but your own. You know, this is why you're storing up, treasuring up. So wrath. what you don't get about? Wait, 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 wait. Leave it alone. Yeah, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Y'all don't understand me. I don't know what y'all. We never about. understand. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm playing. You I'm know playing. what I'm saying? So, so when when somebody reads this, it's your fault. You know what I mean? It isn't God's fault, which is what they don't. Yo, put your arm around it. Yo, listen. Yo, so where the ladies at? Because they understood what I was talking about. Yo, but no ladies can't say it. Yo, I love this guy, me. Yo, I love this. Yo, I love yo, you, V. I love you. Yo, get off, yo, get off me, son. Holy, don't touch me. Give me the Holy Spirit. The yo. Holy Spirit is ten nah, for nah, ten, V. But what's crazy is the contrast. I forgot where it is. I think um, where the word talks about that we're we're treasuring up an eternal weight of glory mm -hmm. as saints. 
the the difficulties that we go through here on earth, mm-hmm. whether it be cancer, whether it be whatever sickness, whether you lost mm-hmm. a child, right? All of that pain and that hurt is the Lord is storing up an eternal weight of glory when you mm-hmm. get to eternity right. as a saint that we don't deserve. We don't deserve any of that, mm-hmm. but we do deserve the wrath that we're treasuring up because that's my fault. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the contrast is crazy. Yep. We don't deserve that, that glory that we're going to be walking around all of eternity with, you know, right. but we do deserve this right. because it's my heart. Mm-hmm. So you see the yeah. you see the contrast, yeah. okay. like Andrew's yeah. saying, and you see these revelations that we're talking about, mm-hmm. right? Paul yeah. is high level right now, right? These rev- these things that are being revealed, and um, the way it talks about, yo, later on it, it it tells you that this judgment. I like when it says the righteous judgment, right? And the way we spoke about God being righteous. Meaning he's always in the right. Mm. So these judgment that's going to come out on you and land on your head top on that day, it's going to be right because God is right. right. And it's going to be according to your deeds. Mm. And the, the, the great point, as you guys was talking about, and, and when Mike brought it out in terms of like, and you brought it out in terms of how God is revealing himself in all of this. We see, like you said, he's revealing his character through his righteousness, right? And he's also revealing his character of his wrath. They're both righteous, right? Uh, but we're seeing the, the righteous judgment and we're seeing the wrath, which is his righteous wrath, right? On evildoers, on sinners, because we reject God, you know, and not only we reject God and we, you know, conform and we make our own God in, in our own image, right? In all these things, the biggest problem that man have is God. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the only answer that man have is, is God. God. <laughs> so he's your number one problem because you got to deal with his wrath. Right. So man's problem is God. Every man, mm. you got to deal with him. That's it. That's your problem. Because he hates be what sin. I've been saying. You've been saying that for a while. You got to deal with you it. You got to deal with Everybody. it. Everybody. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Could you imagine that? Your main problem is God and your answer is God. Yeah. So here, let me ask you guys a question in this part right here where it says... Who will render to each according to his deeds, right? Eternal life to those who by patient continuance and doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality. Right? So is that how you get those things? By doing good? Nah. Absolutely not. Mm, okay. Because somebody could flip that and be like, see? Hit you with the works. But the problem is, listen, Paul already established the faith principle of salvation. Hmm. Like that's already established. He's not going to keep repeating. Remember also he's talking to the church. He's talking to people that saved. Right? The faith. The the doing good and seeking glory and honor. Is a result. Of the salvation that you receive through faith. Right. In Jesus Christ. Paul already established that. Chapter 1. Mm-hmm. Faith alone. This is the principle. Yeah, like we were saying, yeah. yeah, when we said faith alone, but it, it never, never looks, comes alone. It never comes alone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just to just to be clear, like some people are like, well, it looks like his workspace. Like, nah, Paul, that's established already. Let's not get that confused. But the thing is, is that what comes with work is that who will render to each one according to his deeds. That's talking about the wrath. Because now if you're basing on your own personal works, that wrath he's talking about is those 
that think that it's not by faith because they have not put their faith and trust in God mm-hmm. and they think it's a haunted works. That's like when he says you're accumulating this wrath. So it's more like you're accumulating this debt. It's piling up. You're piling up this wrath on you. It's like an accounting term. You know, you got mm-hmm. this debt and it's not lining up. You're not, you know, you're not having any profits coming in. It's just nothing but losses, losses, losses. And now when the time comes, it's all going to explode. But Ange, I think Ange said it. It's on both sides. There's an accumulation of good works, mm. right? It has nothing to do with salvation. Right, right. But it has to do with, right. all yeah, right, yeah, you yeah, got yeah. the salvation. How did you live your life right. on this earth? So you yeah. could store up. Uh, Treasures. You, you said uh, hay, wood, wood, and, wood stubble. and stubble. Right. Or you could get precious stones. So it's it's both, both sides. Yeah. Like Like we see that. And what I also like is mm-hmm. when he says um, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, which encompasses everybody, right? <laughs> the idea yeah. is, is everybody, dog. Whatever spectrum you fall on, right? Um, but, and it says uh, there is no partiality with God. So listen, y- your money is not going to help you. Nope. How you look it's not going to help you. Nope. Your race, your culture, none of that matters when you're standing in front of the holy throne, the righteous judge. So what you're telling me is that even though I have braids and a beard Here and I am go, of the tribe of Benjamin, <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Oh, God is God. <laughs> God is no respect of a person. Paul was no of partial. the tribe of Benjamin. It says, so right. there is no partiality. <laughs> no partiality. There is no partiality it's with so God. Clear. See? No matter who you are, what you are, no matter what uh, pronoun you go by, you don't have to deal with God. You dude. have to deal with God. Yeah. The, it, the, everybody falls under this. Hmm. So it don't matter what you think you are, how high you think you are, you ain't above God. Mm-hmm. That's it. Wow. Isn't this so artistic how he's he's doing this though, Paul? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's just breaking everybody down. It don't matter who you think you are. Well, he got to sit with this for what, like 20 years? This is something that he's been dealing with for a while, bro. To Paul? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? This is uh this ain't this ain't you know what I mean? This is something that he's been, you know, you traveling, you've been preaching, you constantly, you know, like when you read Acts. He put in work with this gospel. He was constantly preaching it. And just as when you read the word of God or when you preach the word of God or even on this podcast, when we share it, things get revealed to you. So this is something that Paul's been sitting with for a while. and He's been watching how men react to it. You have certain yeah. men that's, oh, no, I'm a moralist. Nah, dog, <laughs> you fall under that. You know, it's oh, certain people. Oh, no, nah, I'm a Jew. I'm going to deal with you, too. Oh, no, nah, I'm... Everybody like he's been watching it and he's like yo he he's he's watched this gospel work in the lives of people. He watched it save people and he watched it condemn people. So yeah, he's like watched said. how this gospel has worked on mankind. And now he's able to that's why now when he write Romans, he's like, Oh man, all have sinned mm-hmm. and fallen short. <laughs> I, I seen just, it all. Like I've heard said. it all, I seen it all, I dealt with it all. Like what's crazy? Like, inexcusable, yeah, inexcusable. Nah, a bro. little like fact that that's so dope. One, like you said, this was twenty five years since the road to Damascus, yep. where mm. God, you know, saved Paul. Mm-hmm. But even after that, like it took 
the Lord 12 to 14 years of working on Paul individually before he let him loose in public uh, ministry. You know, so just Paul is dope, but even he had to sit under God for over a decade exactly. before the Lord used him the right. way he was. And, and that's why I'm like, and just not even just sit under the Lord, but again, this is something that he's worked out. Yeah. From You know what I mean? This is something he's worked out. And I know every time I preach the gospel, something new gets revealed mm-hmm. to me. Right. Just about mankind, how people react to it. And this is and the reason he's able to put everybody on trial, because he's heard all the arguments. He's mm. heard the arguments before. Yeah. He brought the gospel to somebody, nah, I'm I'm this, I'm good, I do this, I do that. And Paul is like, nah, bro, when you put it against this gospel, nah, you 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 guilty too. Mm. So he was able to see this, he was able to exercise this gospel. And I think the more and more we exercise yeah. the gospel and we preach it and we deal with it we will start to see how righteous God is. That's why Paul is able to see the righteousness of God and able to explain it so thoroughly because he's able to see how effective it is in the lives of everyone, from the Jew to the Greek. So let's read from... Hold on. I just want to set the stage a little bit. Like you mentioned it multiple times about like Paul being in the courtroom, right? And this is... And we have... And we have the man on the on the witness stand. You know what I'm saying? No, well, we got man. He's he's in the defense seat, right? Yeah, being prosecuted. He's being prosecuted, right? So now the first witness that Paul called was creation. Creation revealed to you, heathen, mm. that I exist, that God exists, and that you may think he don't exist, but you're gonna be judged by it because mm. creation spoke against you. Nice. So now creation is off the witness stand. The next person he calls the witness stands is your conscious. So first creation revealed it to you. Mm. Now he says, okay, now moralist, your conscience is on the witness mm. stand now. And now your yeah. conscience now is bearing witness to you that you claim to be moral. You claim to be better than this man, but you're still a sinner. You're still fallen. You still miss the mark. Mm-hmm. You still lie, cheat, steal, adultery. You still do all of that. Because you know it in your heart. You know that you should be doing better. Because that law was written on your heart. Because mm. the moral law is on every... That's like when you say, oh, I'm atheist, but I still have morals. Because that was given to you by God. That was his revelation written on your heart. So that's the second witness that he called on the stand mm. was the conscience. Nice. You know what I'm saying? To bear witness against old man sitting down thinking that you're moral, don't thinking tell, that you're good. Don't tell him who he brings up when we get to the Jews. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Let, yeah, yeah. So let, that's it, the, let it, let well, it that's go. Dope, let's, let's, let's read to, uh, 12 to 16. For as many as have sinned without law will also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do the things in the law, these, although not having the law, are a law to themselves, who show the work of the law written Mm. in their hearts, Mm. their conscience, also bearing witness, and between themselves, their thoughts, accusing or else excusing them, in the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. Mm. So you see the commonality with those that don't have the law and sin mm. and those that had the law and sin? 
they both perish. Yep. Right? There's there's a perishing that's happening to right. both. Right? And if you didn't have the law, all right, well, you're going to be held against the light that you had. Right. Right? Like you said, where, okay, this is what nature said. This is what creation said. You had this light. What did you do with it? Mm-hmm. So you'll be, you, you'll be held accountable to that. Mm-hmm. Right? And those that did have the law, right, which is specifically the nation of Israel, because the they were given the law, the Jews, mm-hmm. you guys are going to be judged by the law. Right, they fall in that same bucket where you guys had, you know, and Paul addresses them in more detail afterwards. But you're the you're in the same. He puts them in the same boat as the moralists right now. Like, yo, you know better. Yep. And oh, you guys, you guys claim to know better. You guys have a a, a moral standard because why? The work of the not the law written in your hearts, the work of the law. Written in your hearts. There's a difference in that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We that's that's yeah. that's something that happens to a, a regenerated, born again Christian. Now that God put His law in your heart, written right. in your heart, because now those hearts are stone or gone. But the work of the, what's the work of the law? Sin and death. <laughs> Fam, you know when you do something wrong, it's wrong, right? Because now the law is condemning you. Like, yo, dog, you deserve death. Look at what you just did. You stole that? Right. You know what you right. deserve? <laughs> no. Right. Dog, the law is working. And just to, so I won't <coughs> run in my yap. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think what's... Second Corinthians oh. 3 and 9. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, verse 14, we... Verse 1, I mean, chapter 1, we talked about natural, unnatural sins, right? Mm. It says here in 14, for when the Gentiles who do not have the law by nature, mm. you know, like... It's it's natural to them to do the things that were already written in the law because, like right. you said, it's already written on their heart, the conscience. Right. So there's literally no excuse. You go back right. to verse one of chapter two says you are inexcusable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's there. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The law is not written in their hearts. The law, the work of the law, is written where you know because the ministry. Uh, this is Second Corinthians. 3 verse 9 it talks about for if the ministry of condemnation had glory the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory so the ministry of the law was to condemn you right. and every time you do something wrong you feel that condemnation right so that's the work of the law right the, the law is saying there dog you you dead that's why it says your conscience <laughs> that's right yeah it's saying you dead so based on that right Example as a, a child, a young child, yes. when they do something wrong, you see them guilty because the work of the law is condemning them. <laughs> like, yo, you just stole that, or you ate that, or you disobeyed your parents. Right. It's evident. You can't right. fight it. Can't it's fight it's it. there. Yeah. So that's the work. Because when I read it, I was like, oh, the law is written in their hearts. I'm like, nah, mm. the law is not written in, in your heart. You got a heart of stone. Right. Mm-hmm. It's when you're born again. You get right. That's when the law of God is written in your heart, right? The two laws. Love God, that's love heavy. your neighbor. Right. Now, and I'm like, oh, it says the work of the law <laughs> is written in their hearts. So you're getting <laughs> condemned, dog. Every time you go in that store and you steal, the law is like, you know, you know you're going to die for that, right? That's what the law says. That's that's what the law says all day. You're dead. You, <laughs> yo, you deserve death. Mm-hmm. That's the ministry of the law. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and basically he's saying, yo, those people, they had that. Mm. That was enough. That was enough for you to be like, you know what? 
I'm a sinner. I'm the worst. And the Lord will be like, oh, okay. Yeah, it says, who and show the work of the Lord written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness. Yeah. So your conscience bear witness. Like you said, your conscience yeah. will be like, yo, dog, you, know, you, you missed the mark. Yep. You fell sure. short of the standard of God. You know that. You don't ever have to open the word of God to know that. Right. You know, that's something that's written in you. And between themselves, their thoughts accusing or else excusing them. You know, so all of that is in your DNA. It's in your code. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Whether it's, you know, whether you know the law of God personally, you don't know the law of God. And that's why he's saying, dog nobody's excused because yeah. this thing it goes you thinking that oh that's why a lot of people will stay away from the bible because they was like oh if i stay away from the bible then i don't know then i'm in the clear <laughs> i mean there's people who think like that yeah, right right, right, you know, right that's why i don't want to read the bible because they know as soon as they read it the bible is going to condemn them so you know what i'm going to stay away from the bible and as long as i stay away from the bible i could be like i don't know I didn't know. That's what I did. So that's so that's 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 gonna be your plan on judgment day. And the Lord is letting you know from now, no. Because your conscience bear witness, witness. and all that. So and and these these groups, all right, you're gonna be judged by what was revealed to you. Yes. Whether you receive the oracles mm-hmm. of God or if it was your conscience, if it was right. the, the work of the law, right? And if you fail to obey that. If you fail to o- obey that light that you receive, you're only accumulating wrath, right. you know, right. treasuring up that for that day of judgment. So, you know, pretty much for the people that didn't have the law, the oracles, you were supposed to be a law unto yourself. You're supposed to know that, yo, I shouldn't be stealing from you. Word. I shouldn't be, right. you know, sleeping with your wife. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I shouldn't be trying to murder you. I shouldn't be trying to cheat you. You should know that because the law works and tells you that, yo, it's messed up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then they become a law unto themselves. Right. Based on what was revealed. Like a, a, a little story in terms of like, uh, um, what's the name? Uh, El- um, Elizabeth Elliot. I don't know if you guys, uh, the wife of Jim Elliot. She gave a story of how um, she went to that village where they had these like um what they call those she was in this village with these folks uh what they call like i don't know i forget exactly which village she was in but these people did not know god they were total pagans you know and and they're the ones that had killed her husband you know because he went there missionary to share the gospel i think it might have been papa Mugia. i don't remember which which um, shared the gospel with them and they killed him or whatever and then she wanted to learn. I think the, the chief in the village might have gotten saved afterwards or whatever. Because uh, they thought he came there to eat them. So, lo and behold, she when she went there, she studied the land. She went there to find out exactly what happened and to talk to them to see, like, how the gospel flourished there. All right? And, and she went there and they had these little loincloth. Just a little, you know, a little branch or whatever it is. and they, But they're pretty much pretty much naked and just you know with this little loincloth so and she's like yo these people are, are practically new with this little loincloth and then she asked the chief yo what is it with you guys with these little loincloth covering you you know and and he told her what you want us to run around here naked <laughs> you know what i'm saying like straight up like he had he, consciously although being a total 
you know, pagan, you never been around the Bible or anything like that. He understood that, okay, I, I, I need some form of modesty. Mm-hmm. Although it was strange, well, it was just a little tiny little yeah. loincloth, but they had some level of modesty. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure that the conscience is like it's always going to either, you know, is <laughs> condemning you. Excuse you, excuse you or accuse you. Accuse, yeah. Excuse yeah. Me. Yep. So in the day when God will judge the secrets of men, mm. Mm. Dog, everything will be revealed. You can't hide anything from God. Yeah. Those those secret sins that man can't see, right? That your neighbor can't see. Dog, you can't hide that from God. Yeah. And that's going to get judged in that day. Yeah, and, right? and the thing is, Christ lets you know that it's the heart. That's how deep it goes. You know, again, you think that you're good because you're not acting on it. And that's why you said, well, if you know, you you uh you didn't do it, but if you thought it, dog, you you as condemned. You know, and that's what people don't get. You know, they, they don't understand how deep sin goes. Like the Lord is judging the heart. That's why he said the seek the judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ. Like there's things that's going on it that's festering in your mind, that's festering in your heart. And if you haven't confessed that to Jesus Christ, if you haven't given that over to Jesus Christ, like, dog, you're going to get, that's getting written down too. So let me ask you. Every so idle you're word. Saying, you're saying a thought in your mind, you consider that to be a sin? Yes. Yes. If it's in your heart. Yep. Because that's what, that's what Christ, that's how he said it. You know, he was like, your dog, you may not say you're a murderer, but if you hate your brother, you're a murderer. Mm-hmm. And that's the standard. You know, again, if you if you're not in the word of God, you don't understand his standards. And when you understood and it's the same thing like with Paul, and I, I'm not sure if it's here, but Paul somewhere where Paul. Yeah, I think it is here later on in the chapter where he's like, I thought I was good. He said, I followed all the commandments. I was the man until I got to the 10th. Which was covered. And he was like, I found out I was guilty of covet. Why? Because covetousness is a, it's a thing of the heart. That's right. <laughs> and that's what he said. It slayed me. The law slayed me because right. he realized, dog, this this thing with the law, this thing with the standard of God, it's with the heart. You yeah. know? Quick verse I'm going to read, Mark 7, 20. He says, and he said, what comes out of a man that defiles a man? For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. So, great point. And we're going to end it on this. There's, um, it says what comes out of the man, right? So if it comes out. So my question is, what if it's inside? So are we talking about sins, which I think Paul deals with here. Mm. Sins with a s or sin which Mm. is dealing with that sin nature Mm. and understanding right once you get the revelation of your heart you're like man i'm a sinner i got a sin nature right but then if it comes out and you do it then you're talking about the sins and sins it it, it actually pops up in this chapter and we'll we'll get to it when we get there but Mm -hmm. you know i think we're gonna Stop it over here, and we'll finish the rest next week. Mm. Any, any final thoughts? But that's 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 a good scripture. But it starts off and it says yeah. what comes out. Yeah. But you have to realize that what's inside is the nature 
is bad. Right. Right. And, that's and, where it starts. And, that's where it and starts. And I realize that's where it starts. It yeah. is, it's just not, it don't that's just. The, like the root of the problem. Right. It's is coming that. out. Right. Again, Cause, it, it comes yeah. out. Because the things it starts are, there. Yeah. Because a lot of people think that, oh, I, I sin, so therefore I'm a sinner. No. You're a sinner, so that's therefore right. you sin. sin. Right. right. You know? So, and, you know, <clears throat> Paul is developing this idea of, you know, righteousness being Im- imputed on somebody. Right, it doesn't change the fact that you still have all these feelings. That's very important. Right. right, a person you get saved. When I got saved, I felt the same way, same thought, same. Right, thought, but righteousness was you know, here. Your credit, but we'll we'll talk about it later. Um, yeah, bro. Yeah, the Bible's dope, bro. Hmm? I got you. you Br- this up? I got it. I Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you once again for this time that we can come together and uh, just. Uh, feast on your word lord it's just such an honor to be here with my brothers here and learn from them and and uh let the spirit lead and take over these episodes so i pray that you would bless those who are watching bless those who are listening uh lord and just uh, illuminate your word to them father give them a uh, a word that they may need you know um each and every situation of our of the listeners out there lord um the struggles they may be going through lord the needs that they may have um health issues, Lord, just financial issues. So we ask that you would just uh, show yourself uh, mighty in their lives tonight, Lord. So we love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Amen.